Welcome to episode number 104. Is it really 104? I believe so. I've taken with you for January 30th, 2011. You're listening to Take Him With You, the podcast that's spiritual, not religious. I'm Rick. And I'm Amy. And today we are going to have a great time on the podcast talking all about wisdom. Where do you get your wisdom from? What is wisdom? What's it all about? And how do you become a wise guy? Wait a minute. I already am. <laughs> I like this song, kind of. It's a Kansas remake by Striper, correct? Yeah, it's the, off the new Striper album that's coming out pretty soon. I got a pre one on uh, iTunes. This is the Carry on the Wayward Son. Let's listen to it a little bit. Then we'll be back right after a little bit of the song, a little sample. Once I rose above the noise and confusion Just to get a glimpse beyond this illusion I was soaring ever higher, but I flew too high. Though my eyes could see, I still was a blind man. Though my mind could think, I still was a blind man. I hear the voices when I'm Yeah, I know. Striper is one of your favorite bands ever, isn't it, Amy? Um, well, I'll take the fifth on that. <laughs> plead, I, you'd plead the plead fifth? Plead the fifth. I, you know, some of their songs I like, but they're a little hard rock for me. I, I'm more... Uh, well, they have a brand new album coming out in a, in a month or so. Anyway, it's a, a bunch of cover tunes that they did of other, other bands. I'm sure they did them well if you like hard rock. Yeah, and this yeah. this one in particular is one of my favorites from Kansas, and so they redid it. And mm-hmm. there's, I think there's a couple of them up on iTunes you can get already before the album comes out. That's where I got this. Well, and when we look get up in, Striper, when we get into our subject, carry on the wayward son. When we get into our subject, that's really a good. Um, that song Kansas actually took from the the story in the Bible called the Prodigal Son. Are you sure? And, you know, I'm pretty sure they had someone writing for them. I'm not Carrie, saying... Carrie Livgren. Their whole band wasn't a quote-unquote Christian band, but they had people in the band or writing that for the believers. band. That were believers. Yeah, I had read the Bible and stuff. And this, I believe, was inspired by the song, by the scripture passage about the prodigal son. You know, I don't know that. For sure. I hope you I, know that. I think so, because I, I had a, some friends that were really into Kansas when I was growing up. Well, they also did Dust in the Wind. Which is mm-hmm. also a bi- biblical inspired. Mm-hmm. All we are is dust in the wind. Yeah. yeah, interesting, huh? Yeah, a lot of their songs. I'm not saying every one, but quite a few of their songs were biblically inspired, and we're going to talk about wisdom later on. And definitely, the prodigal son was an example for quite a while, the first part of his life about how not to be wise, and then he finally smarted unwise. Up. <laughs> then he finally smarted up. 
and came smarted, smarted up. Hey, man, you're got stupid. Some, you need some, to smart up. Got some smarts in him and came back home. You need home. to smart up. I love that. That's yeah, funny. so you can tell I'm not the smartest cookie in the box. But anyway. Are there cookies that are smart in a box? I don't know. Wouldn't it be the sharpest knife in the drawer or the tastiest fry in the box? But yeah, I don't know about the sure. anyway. smartest cookie. <laughs> okay. So anyway. I've never thought of cookies as being smart. I've thought of them as being delicious and yummy. Hello, would you like a deliciously yummy smart cookie? <laughs> They're made out of brains. Sorry. Oh, yuck. Okay. So anyway, so um, what are we doing now? Are we talking about what's going on at the Moyer House? We've sure. had quite a bit going on here. We we talked last week and had a report from the Wrath of Khan on the big screen. That was fun. And, and uh, we have really the most major significant thing we should probably talk about is what we started to talk about in the last podcast. And that was... We've been searching for a new dog. We have. And I don't know where she is. You can call her. Hey, Jade. Here, Jade. Come here. Oh, she's right here. She's next oh, to me. She's so Hi, funny. Sweet. She was laid at my uh, at my side here. Oh. Very faithful. Here she comes. You can bring hey, her up Jade. on your Jade. Do you want to come say hi? Up here. Well, we, oh, okay. we got a dog. Say hi. We did oh, get a dog. She just, she just bumped the microphone. Mm-hmm. And now she's scratching her neck. Oh Well, she doesn't make a lot of noise. She doesn't bark an awful lot, but we, I think she heard the, the garbage truck today, so she did bark. I took the garbage to the curb last night, and she she started barking really loud. I could hear her from outside. And it was funny because since we have got her, we got her on a uh, Sunday, mm-hmm. and I never heard her bark or make any noise until uh, about a day later. Mm-hmm. She did bark when I opened up the side door this morning. But that's too. where she heard the sound before last oh, night. Oh, okay. So she's protecting right. the house already. Well, I don't know if she's protecting or. Well, anyway, tell her what. Tell everybody what kind of dog she is. Well, she's a beautiful. We wanted kind of a smaller dog, not a little tiny dog, but one big enough to go running with Catherine, mm-hmm. and but small enough to like go on rides in the car with us because we have a small car. Mm-hmm. And so this was just a perfect dog for us. She's about 37 pounds, and she's a seven She's a little month. underweight right now because of the folks that had her before didn't feed her all the time. Yeah, well, she's 37 pounds, and she is a blue healer, Australian, Australian blue healer. See, Stefan? We got an, an Australian, Australian dog, dog because we like use. We the only o- other Australians we know yeah. are the Sonox. Mm-hmm. But she's, so we like you guys. She's an Australian dog. So we got a dog, a dog in honor so of you. So if they come visit, they'll already have a little bit of Australian. I wonder if she barks in an accent. I don't know, but I call her a dingo bark, sometimes. Bark. I, I can't do that. Sometimes I call her a dingo because that's what no, they call she's dogs. not dingo. They, that's what they call dogs in Australia. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. I'm Stephen just going to have to trust you on all these Stephen things. That you're, tell me, you're coming up um, with all these facts and figures I don't know about. Stefan will tell me if I'm wrong, but I think one of my favorite movies is the movie Australia, and I'm pretty sure they call the dogs a dingo. Well, okay. Maybe I thought that was a breed of dog, but I, I may be wrong. Hmm. I maybe know. not. Maybe not. So anyway, she's beautiful. Yeah, she kind of, they call them blue because she has like white and black fur that that kind of almost looks blue because it's and then a she really has a little dark. bit of brown on her too she has a little brown on her feet and, and we have a eyes. picture on our podcast notes so if you go to take him with you.com you can see a picture of her mm-hmm. she and, she's a sweet dog and and the one thing we really like about her she's really good with kids and um very gentle and sweet 
The only thing is that you can all pray for us about is that our cats aren't doing well with the adjustment. No, we have one that's hidden out and won't come out of the room. Yeah, and the other two are growling a lot. Yes, and hissing and looking like Halloween. Our, our house looks like Halloween cats central. And they've, um, they've attacked, two of the cats have attacked her. One of them attacked her so bad it left one of his claws in her. Yeah. Oh, sad. Went right under her eye. So, but she didn't nip or anything back at. Them. I mean, she wants to nip at. Them. I guess they're a nippy dog because they herd. They're, they're a herding yeah, dog. Herding dog. Not hurting, but herding dog, mm-hmm. like sheep and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, so, if they're like provoked, if we make any aggressive moves towards the cats to tell them to stop doing that, she takes it as I'm going to go. I can attack the cats now. Mm-hmm. So we have to be very kind and gentle, and we, so we're still getting used to each other. We kind of show show um. Our little doggy that the cats are our friends and mm-hmm. we pet them and say, look at nice cats. Cats are all friends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sharks are all friends. Fish. Fish, Fish are all friends. <laughs> you got to get the line right. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. But so anyway, we have a new dog and she yeah. loves to play ball. Mm-hmm. Loves to play ball. We can go outside and throw it for a long, long time and she'll just keep going, and, get it and bring it back. And, and unlike our last dog, she actually brings it back. Yeah. You know, we loved our test, but... She was never trained. She was never trained very much. But this dog is very smart. I mean, they they were working dogs, um, herding dogs. And so she's very smart, wants to please. And I think she's a good fit for our family. And, and we got to, you know, rescue a dog too, which we were hoping to find a dog that, yeah, that we could adopt that yeah. needed a home. So we're very happy with her so far. Yeah, you know, she she has um, destroyed a couple of her toys already, but thankfully not any shoes or coats or anything. Yeah, and then, of course, the uh, the old, the eternal, um, well, our kids, our, our oldest, his just turned 21. Mm-hmm. Nathan, just happy birthday, Nathan. He turned 21. And our youngest is going to turn 15 um, on the day this podcast comes out. Mm-hmm. So happy birthday, Catherine. Happy birthday, Cat. Here's the Happy problem, birthday, though. Nathan. After all these years, we finally, when we go to bed at night, we don't have, little kids don't run in and try to get in our bed until yeah. now. Well, it's been quite a few years, actually. Until now. Yeah. Now, we just get ready to go to bed, and all of a sudden, click, 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 woof, here comes this dog. Yeah, and matter of fact, Jade was in bed with me before you even got to bed last I, night. I know that. And yeah. she, uh, but at least she's quiet when she gets in bed, but. Except for I had to sleep outside the covers on just the top quarter of our bed because Why? you didn't have to you can push her around she's a dog she was she had pinned my legs down. I, I guess the, the thing is we're concerned about uh, leaving the dog out in the house with the cats yeah. while we sleep and we i mean we, i want to get some sleep at night and so we, i think we might ask for a volunteer for one of the other kids to have her sleep with them well i think once she gets used to our house she might rotate around and yeah. Well, as long as the cats are finally, when they finally adjust, it won't be a problem. She can sleep wherever she wants. Mm-hmm. But right now, right I tried now. to put a little bed down at the, the the foot of our bed, you know, a doggy bed. Mm-hmm. She wasn't having any of that. No, she wants the real bed. <laughs> but our old dog was so fat, she couldn't get up on the bed. Yeah, she always slept on the floor. <laughs> so it's really weird. I know a lot of people let their dog sleep in bed with them, but it's just kind of weird for us. So Yeah, our bed isn't that big. So no. it's like, it's getting quite, I, I'm not sure about this. <laughs> Neither am I. <laughs> People think we're nuts for probably letting the dog sleep on her. But again, like I say, we have a crate for her, uh, but, but we're, we, we, we read, or we watched a video yet. on how to crate train her. I hope everybody's not bored to death by talking about pets. But anyway, we watched a video on crate training your dog. 
And they are supposed to be really cool because they can have little timeouts and they can go rest in their crate. And if you have to leave the house and you don't want them running through the house, you can put them in their crate for a or couple of hours. the cats. Right. <laughs> uh, but the the video said that they have to get used to it and they have to play in it and you have to just keep it in the house. So sitting she there. hasn't actually been even... 30 she seconds got, in the crate right. yet. She just went and got, grabbed a toy or a milk bone or something. Right, right. So <laughs> we're not sure if it's going to work out. We'll see. Not. Just, yeah, just say a prayer for the Moyer house as we adjust to our new well, child. And the cats. The cats are the big adjustment. Oh, they're not very happy. They're not happy they're, with us If they had all. little picket signs, they'd be carrying them around the house. I, I'm just glad our cats don't have guns because, because the I dog mean, would be dead. Well, or us. I'm not. They're not very happy with us right now. Yeah, either, but it's a bittersweet thing. So yeah. enough of of our dog. But that's that's <laughs> the big news. That and we have two kids turning a year older this yeah, week. Nathan so now and Nathan Catherine turned twenty one, and and today um, uh, Catherine turns yeah fifteen. And yeah. I, I don't know. Okay, now now everybody weigh in on this. Why does she need to go get a driver's permit? Okay. You set the precedent when you allowed the boys to get their permits the day of their birthday. Or the day after, if it was on the weekend. Anyway, you set the precedent. But this is my little girl. She shouldn't be driving a car. Okay. Well, you know what? We're not back in the dark ages. We're in modern times where I'm... women and, and men are treated Equal. I, what, do you think I was have, being prejudiced? Do you think I was being have sexist? The right to drive. They have the right to oh, vote. And I'm, I'm not saying that. I, do you think I really was being sexist? Well, something's going on there. So anyway, no, it has nothing to do. I am taking her. It down has nothing to do with her intelligence or anything like that. Okay. She's my little girl, and I don't know if I want her out there driving. On Monday, I'm taking her down. No and way. Her, her no way. Yes, I am. <laughs> And They're closed on Monday, so it doesn't matter. Well, or Tuesday, whenever it is, I'm taking her down to get her permit. And that way she will have a whole year to practice driving before she's on her own. I don't think I can drive with her. Well, I know you won't be able to at first, but Catherine, Catherine's laughing and smiling and she's very Do you really want to get a permit right permit. now? Why don't you wait for a year? Do you really want one? Well, I guess I was outvoted. <laughs> in in the long run, you'll like it, dear, because you won't have to take her to youth group and babysitting and all that. She can drive herself. In what? Well, I will teach her how to drive my car. And then but, I have to teach her how to drive my truck with a clutch? Yeah, because I don't know that you want her taking our, our car everywhere. Oh, boy. Might you rather having her, have her take your Any dog? of our listeners experience this? What is it like when your first girl starts to drive? Is it is it is it as emotional as it is for me? Because I don't know if I'm handling this very well. It has nothing to do. Okay, it does have to do with she's a girl, but it doesn't. I didn't mean that she didn't have the ability or the intelligence. I just it's my little girl. You also told her she couldn't date till she's thirty five. That's right. <laughs> and I have to approve everyone that she likes. Oh, mercy. You know, the sad part is, for you, is that I remember what it was like to be a teenage girl. And I like to have my freedom. And so you're not going to get away with it. Your dad let me date you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. I like to have a little freedom. I like to be able to drive myself places and (sighs) do things. So. (sighs) 
All right. Well, I'm putting a GPS tracker on her. <laughs> Are you going to put one of those below the skin things? So it's That's all right. I'll know time. where she is, wherever she is, whenever. <laughs> Taking her to the vet to get her chipped. <laughs> the dog? No, your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, well, that's enough about what's going on at our house. I want to talk a little bit that about. That was a joke. He really is not going to do that. <laughs> I wouldn't let him. Okay. Um, I'd like to talk a little bit about some of my friends that we have that do podcasts real quick, and then okay. we're going to get into the subject for the day. Um, uh, we have a couple of friends that are starting a new podcast. Okay. Um, we we have met many really cool people over the course of our, our time. Um, in particular, the first podcast we ever listened to was Treks and Sci-Fi with Rico Dosti. Mm-hmm. And um, we're, my friend Jeff Job from Canada, who does uh-huh. a, a podcast called Champ Podcast. Does, um, race car uh-huh. stuff, yeah. And he also has a podcast called What's in Jeff's Basement. Mm-hmm. And anyway, he and I are guest hosting today's Treks and Sci-Fi podcast about the very short-lived and cheesy series Galactic in 1980. Oh, that was a cheesy series. I liked part of it, though. Well, you can talk about it on the actual podcast, but if people want to listen to that, you can go over to Trex and Sci-Fi. Anyway, uh, Jeff and I are doing that today, so you're going to have to listen to it um, this week. Um, but we take we talk about the DVDs that we have. We both have the DVD set. Oh, I'm sure you both do. Yeah, and we'll talk a little bit about that series that was a uh, Battlestar Galactic spinoff. Mm. And we'll talk about that. But anyway, we are uh, my friend who does the Waffle On podcast, uh, Meds. There's Meds and Kel that do, do that. They just mm-hmm. did a, a new podcast on Laurel and Hardy, and it's quite informative. You learn a lot about Laurel and Hardy and the movies they did and what surrounded them and everything. Mm-hmm. Anyway, my friend Meds, who does that podcast, our friend Kenny, who does Knights of the Guild podcast with Jenny, Mm-hmm. And has been on the Ready Room, and he's on Treks and Sci-Fi a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, he and and Meds and Al, who is on the Ma- Tales of the Tales Mouse of House, House podcast, House. Uh-huh. are all joining together and doing a new podcast on Mash. Oh, Andrew would like that. One. Yeah, you will too. You you like Mash? Yeah, I I'm not as much of a Mash fanatic as someone else in our household. Which I think I already. He has mentioned. all the seasons and everything. Yeah. Do you, Do you have all the seasons, Andrew, of Mash? Mo- I think he most does. Most of them. A lot of them. Anyway, uh, they're going to start a brand new podcast on the series Mash, and um, I'm working with them trying to get a theme song together for them. I got to get that all done. But uh, anyway, that'll be a really cool new podcast that's coming up that people can listen to, and our friend. Uh, uh, Kenny is also doing a new podcast, another one called Epic Geek Out, along with Jen from the Anomaly podcast. All these people are doing these oh, new wow. things. But the the one that I want to play a promo for, since they got me one, is mm-hmm. a brand new one from Alan Joyce Kessel, who do the Tales of the Mouse House. Their actual first love of TV, uh, TV show is is The Amazing Race. Oh. Yeah. They love The Amazing Race. I've only seen a few episodes. They're going to do a whole podcast during this current season of The Amazing Race. And I thought I would play their promo real quick, give it a little plug, and tell everybody if you're an Amazing Race fan, this might be a podcast that you would really enjoy. So let's play that, and we'll be back in a moment. Eleven teams of two in an exciting race around the world to win $1 million on The Amazing Race. I'm Joyce. And I'm Al. 
On our new show, the Fast Forward Podcast, we'll recap each weekly episode of The Amazing Race, give you a rundown on each team, and tell you our predictions on who we think will cross the mat in first place each week, and ultimately win the $1 million prize. We'll also share listener predictions and other interesting information we pick up along the season. So, when Rick and Amy have helped guide you along your spiritual path on their amazing show, Take Him With You, check out the Fast Forward Podcast in iTunes. And we'll see you at the Fast Forward. You can be assured that that is going to be a great podcast because I've been listening to a lot of the tales from the Mouse House and they just, I, Al, I love the way you edit it together and a lot of cool stereo stuff and just really enjoy the production quality of it. And then I think you and Joyce are just great hosts. So very, very fun to have uh, another podcast by you guys. Can't wait. I might have to watch The Amazing Race. Maybe. You know, that'd be kind of fun. We've watched a few of them, but not every, just a few here and there. Sure. But we really enjoy our podcast friends, and it's just really neat to be able to listen to people's opinions and and things on the world around them. And speaking of podcasts, uh, Take Him With You Now is two years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the this will be the, uh, the the actually next week it would be two years old exactly, and so we started at the beginning of February two years ago, and so we want to say thank you to everybody and let you know that if you would like to help us out, we would appreciate it. Uh, we uh, not only do we covet your prayers, but we also would uh, really appreciate it if there's anybody that gets something out of the podcast. Uh, we've had a real influx of listeners lately, a lot more people listening. We have the brand new website, takehimwithyou.com. Uh, it's all really easy to use, and you can listen to the shows and download. There's an archive on there, and it's just great. We'd love it if you found it in your heart, if this means anything to you on a weekly basis, if you could give something to help us with the podcast. We don't beg for money usually. Uh, you, you know, very, very small amount of our show is is dedicated to asking uh, for help on the podcast. But uh, quite honestly, January has been a really hard month for us uh, because well, I think January is a hard month for everybody most of the time because everybody's paying off Christmas, I think. I don't know what it is, but uh, donations are down, and uh, and I've been – I'm working on a project right now for work, but uh, I had a few weeks off of work and – uh, that, of course, doesn't help pay the bills. So if you find it in your heart that you could help us out, you know, if, if everybody that listened gave a little bit, we'd have more than enough to pay the bills. We're not trying to get rich. We don't have a huge budget, monthly budget. You know, we're trying to live within our means. But uh, this month has been really hard, and I'm not exactly sure what we're going to do. So we'll just uh, put it out there for people. And if you want to help, you can donate on the Take Him With You site by doing it on PayPal. Or if you feel led to send us a check in the mail or whatever, you're more than welcome to do that. Our address is on the giving page at takehimwithyou.com. Just click on, uh, I think, donate. Anything to say about that, Aim? No. Okay. All right. (laughs) Well, let's get into this week's subject then. Uh, We are going to be talking this week all about wisdom. Song, huh? I'm the operator with my <coughs> It's an interesting 
choice since we're talking about wisdom. Do you think that wise people have pocket calculators? No, but wise people play electronic cool music like Kraftwerk. Oh, okay. You can find Kraftwerk on so iTunes. So does that not make me wise because I don't play that stuff? Kraftwerk with a K. Oh, okay. K-R-A-F-T. W-E-R-K. I work craft, and I... Kraftwerk. I, I work and sometimes I do crafts. Does that count? No. No. Okay. Anyway, they're really cool. And I like their music because it's electronic. That was back from the 80s, I think. Ah, uh, okay. Everything was better in the 80s. <laughs> I'm telling you. So today we're talking about wisdom. Um, we put a, I put a uh, notice on Facebook and on Twitter, and I said, uh, what did I say? You said, do you cons- who do you consider the most wise person you know and why? And that is an interesting thing because I think of all, you know, there's people that have book smarts mm-hmm. and computer smarts. Street smarts. Street smarts. Ways of the world smarts. But when it all boils down, there are just some people in the world that that we look at and we go, man, that person really is wise. Now, what are some of the characteristics of wise people? When we think about a wise person, who is the, one of the, who's the, some of the first people that come to mind when people hear the name or hear the term a wise person? How about King Solomon? He was considered well. I think very if you're a, a, in a Christian circle, that might come yeah. to your mind. But I think a lot of people would think Gandhi. Okay. Or they would think um, Jesus, mm-hmm. or they would think Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> okay. Well, seriously, if you think uh, of a Yoda, wide... <laughs> Yoda. Yoda is Swedish now. Yoda, I would be Yoda. Okay, I don't do Yoda. Yoda, I love it. I gotta have you do the impression of Yoda more often. But yeah, people would think you know. Well, Yoda is very a wise sage, you know, or this guru, or. You know, when you hear why, you think of an older person that, mm-hmm. you know, is sitting at the top of the mountain, you know. An elder the, of the tribe or your, your grandpa. Right. That something. has lots of wisdom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are some of the characteristics of wise people? Well, you know, I think back to, I know this is my Christian background talking, but I, I brought up King Solomon. And I think one of the reasons why he was thought to be so wise is he kind of thought out of the box. He came up with solutions that that the average person wouldn't have come up with. Right. And so he was thought of as being very wise. A lot of people came to him with their problems, and he was able to resolve the problems. So one of the characteristics of a wise person is they think outside the box. Not always the same Mm -hmm. answer. And they can creatively solve problems. What else would you say would be a a characteristic of a wise person? Um, I think... They would be um, a reconciler, like they could bring people together. Instead of tear people apart. Mm -hmm. Sure. What about kindness? I I would hope so. Well, most of the time you think of a wise person as being a kind person. Mm -hmm. Kind and intelligent. And and it's not just intelligence um, like in smarts, but applied intelligence. Like they know how... They know how to use their smarts. They know how to apply um, knowledge to a given situation to make things work right and work well. You know, when I think of a wise person, I think of a person that isn't really super boisterous. Mm -hmm. I don't know why that is, but I don't think they're super quiet, but I don't think they're, I don't think they're, they just, when I think of a wise person, most people that are wise to me, and the Bible says this, even a fool is considered wise if he keeps his his mouth mouth shut. shut. (laughs) Yeah. But, but I think a lot of times 
a wise person, maybe it's this, that they know when to talk and they know when not to. There is wisdom in that. About <laughs> well, not, wise person, wisdom. Yeah. There's wisdom in not just blurting out everything you're thinking and taking time to consider it before you talk. And I think a lot of the people that I have thought about in my lifetime as wise were often fairly quiet, but then then when they say something, you really listen. Right. I found that about some of the most wise people that I've ever known, Mm -hmm. that they... That they, when they do talk, everybody kind of listens to what they have to say because they don't talk a whole lot. Mm-hmm. But what they do say is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because, of, of course, you know, that we do talk about our program being spiritual but not religious. And by that we mean we we do talk about God and we talk about our belief in God. Um, but we try not to do it in terms that would make you... Uh, go whatever. Uh, I mean, I don't know how to describe it. Religion to us is just people going through motions and, you know, kind of putting in their time so that they can get God to like them. That's Mm -hmm. kind of what we think religion is. But um, living a life, spirituality to me is having a relationship with Christ and and exploring the spiritual side of our lives. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I think wisdom is actually spiritual in some aspects, and because the Bible talks a lot about wisdom, and in the book of Proverbs, which is a book that is excellent in the Bible, it says, "Do not forsake wisdom, and she will protect you. Love her, and she will watch over you. Wisdom is supreme; therefore, get wisdom, though it costs you all you have. Get understanding." Hmm. And in some translations, it says that that wisdom is far greater than even any monetary wealth that you could have. Well, and and I brought up King Solomon earlier, and if people aren't familiar with the biblical story, they may have heard of a king named David, if they ever heard the little story about the little the little David shepherd and, boy and that came and against the big giant. And David he and Goliath. Won. Well, he became a king, and his son Solomon became a king after him. Right. And the story goes in the Bible is that God said, Ask anything you of me, and I will give it to you. Mm-hmm. One thing, and he came back to God, and instead of asking for money or popularity or whatever it was, he asked for wisdom, and God was very happy with him because. Um, and I think with wisdom, a lot of times people. Well, he doesn't just get wisdom; he got all the monetary stuff yeah. along with it because yeah. a wise person you know, is taken care of. Well, just what we read out of the Bible, it said, wisdom will protect you. You love her, she'll watch over you. Mm -hmm. And I think, and I don't think it's like wisdom is some spirit that travels over the top of you or something like that. Mm -hmm. But I I think what what I get out of it, as, as you read the rest of the Bible and you see people that were wise, it's people that make good choices that, Mm -hmm. that aren't full of wanting to get rich quick and, or are motivated by revenge or right exactly or greed so or... there's a there's there's something about wisdom that protects you and keeps you safe mm-hmm. from making stupid choices and stuff like that so you know wisdom is a, is is really something that's to be coveted and and looked after if you really want i mean you there's a lot of people that have a lot of money that aren't very wise mm-hmm. and one, they're still miserable but there's a there's some people that can have a lot of wisdom and no, not a whole lot of money and still live a very very nice life that way one thing that's interesting is in the New Testament, it says, if any of you lack, lacks wisdom, mm-hmm. just ask. Yeah. And that God would give it to them. So um, 
I thought that that was encouraging because sometimes you think, well, maybe I'm not the smartest person or I don't have the biggest <coughs> college degrees or something. But the Bible says if you don't feel like you have wisdom in, in a circumstance, that you can ask. You can ask God and he can help you know what to do. Sure. And I think there's a lot of really good stuff in the Bible that gives us wisdom and stuff too. I mean, really, though, you, you, I remember this one... Um, which which it was Star Trek six I think <laughs> okay and they had a, a depiction of Adam and Eve on the wall in Spock's quarters do you remember mm-hmm. that yeah and what, do you remember what he said was the beginning of of wisdom didn't he say knowledge is the beginning of wisdom or or what I, well except for the Bible says no what's the quote what's he do I I'm he, not sure what Spock says but I know what the Bible well, says well that's what I'm getting to but I'm I'm trying to I can't remember what he said. Uh, logic is the oh. beginning of wisdom, and well, uh, that he was Vulcan. So he's Vulcan, and so they they, they kind of took that. But there's actually a verse in the Bible that says, "Behold, fear of the Lord, that is wisdom, and to depart from evil is understanding." And mm-hmm. so, so what it, basically the Bible says, and there's several passages that talk about this, that the beginning of wisdom is the fear. And the word fear doesn't mean shaking in your boots and scared to death and, and cowering. Mm-hmm. It means in awe of. Mm-hmm. and Like a, a healthy respect. And, and a bow down to and mm-hmm. a, a worshipful type of thing. So the beginning of wisdom in any one of our lives is to acknowledge God and who he is. That is the beginning of wisdom. Uh, and if we take just one minute or an hour or a lifetime <laughs> to... To meditate on how big God is, that he created the whole universe. He created every atom, every mountain, every sea, every aspect, um, oxygen. He created created every element. Mm -hmm. And if we think about how great and magnificent a designer, an artist, um, how powerful a being would have to be to create mm-hmm. a universe it it kind of can blow your mind you could take your whole life to to think on that one sure and it's <coughs> and the weird part is is how he can love each and every individual even though he's such a magnificent huge creator mm-hmm. but I, I don't know. You could just take a lifetime to think about that. And that would inspire awe, like you said, a, a respect of how big God is. Sure. But even in the Bible, it says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All who follow his precepts have good understanding. To him belongs eternal praise. So what you just said, the, the whole key to getting wisdom in our life is to start off acknowledging who God is. And that changes our perspective. And I think that's the reason, you know, some people will say, well, Rick, I think you're really wise in these. I don't consider myself super wise, but I do, I do acknowledge God Mm -hmm. and I do listen to what he has to say. And I think if anybody sees wisdom in me, that's what they're seeing. They're not seeing, I don't, I don't think I'm very good at making decisions myself. Well, if the smart thing is to go to the one who created it all and ask for his help. Sure. <laughs> I mean, he created us. Sure. So he knows what to do there. Well, all of us have come across interesting and wise people in our lives. And mm-hmm. I asked the question on Facebook, which was, um, 
who do you who do you consider the wisest person you've ever known and why? Mm-hmm. And we got a lot of really good um, comments. What did they say? I'm not sure if we're going to have time for all of them today, but let's hit a few. Sarah says, truly my husband, because he doesn't let his um, judgment be clouded by the by fear the way I do. Fear really does color everything and makes you doubtful and unsure. Andrew gets his wisdom from God and doesn't let his fears touch it. That's pretty cool. And it does talk about in the Bible, it says to fear God, but it also says not to fear man and what they could do to you. And so I think that's what she's talking about by fears, you know, fear of failure or fear of of people. Um, Jamie said on Twitter, my stepdad, he taught me the importance of common sense. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and Betsy said um, her grandma, Betty Dorset. She was the wisest person I've ever known. I truly have not met anyone wiser since her passing 23 years ago. I live by her words daily, and I am comforted by her presence with me. She was my hero. Oh, that's very cool. And um, there's a couple other ones that might embarrass you, so I don't know if you want me to read them, because... um, Daniel and also Tiffany both said that you were kind of their example of a wise person. I thought that was well, really sweet. Well, that's, that's very kind of you. I don't consider myself super wise. If you, if you do get any wisdom from me, understand it comes from the fact that I have a relationship with God. That's <laughs> So you should credit, credit God for that, but thank you. That's very kind of you to say that. Yeah. How's that? Okay. Because <laughs> that's a little bit embarrassing. Yes, I, I, I got a really, I got a nice email okay. from my friend Gareth from uh, um, outside of London, and he said, um, uh, for me recently, it's been you. Why? Because I heard your podcast, and it moved me to contact you, as you seem to be a person who could help. Um, you have done, and, and I look forward to getting to know uh, you better and discussing further how to understand my reason for being here. And um, I think a lot of people sometimes will give me more credit than than do because I'm friendly and I will I will help them discover why they're here on this planet because mm-hmm. that's my gift. Mm-hmm. God gifted me with a gift of encouragement and helping people bring out the gifts in them. And yeah. so, Gareth, to to answer your or to say I want to say thank you first for saying that, but I also want to tell you that. Um, um, I don't think it's by accident that we got to be friends and that we're getting to be friends. And I really enjoy talking with you. And if I can help you find what you're supposed to do, then I will do that. And if you can help me uh, f- fulfill what I'm supposed to do, that's awesome too. That's why we're here on this planet. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really, really appreciate the kind words. That's very nice of you. And I, if I can do anything to help lead you to uh, you know, know what your purpose here on earth is, then then really my goal is to lead you to Christ so that you can... Ask him because he knows better than I do. Yeah, but, no, I'm not trying to get any notch on my belt or anything like that. that. I just just, just a, want to be your friend. That's a gift that God has put in you that I've seen over and over when we were doing youth ministry. You know, you would ask kids, "Well, why do you think that you have that desire to do this? How can you use that for good?" God mm-hmm. put that desire, that gift in you. Let's I'll never forget him. one one gentleman in particular who was just succeeding wonderfully in his career. I'll never forget, we went on a mission trip together, and I watched his life, and he was just so, what a great guy. But he really didn't know what he was supposed to do with his life. And he had this uncanny love for guns. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and for weapons and and he was all he was one of the most loyal friends and he would like take care of the the group of kids that he was with and and he was always looking out for people and he would just get insanely upset when people would be wronged and he was just one of the neatest guys but he was so emotional when it came to taking care of people and it hit me one day as i was watching him that he was perfect for for like a a policeman or somebody in the in the armed services he that's Mm -hmm. what I mean, I could see it on it, written all over him. He was called to that. So I remember one day having a big talk with him in my office about it, and I'll never forget what happened. There's such wisdom in this, and I, I believe I got this wisdom from God just by observing his life. He went on and now is in, I believe, the Navy. Uh-huh. It's a and, mili- military policeman, I believe. Well, he's like risen mm-hmm. to the top in that, and he's doing... He's doing very well. He's doing career. very well in his career, and you know what? I appreciate him. He's one of the fine young men that are guarding our country and he is just spectacular he's just such a guy of character but uh, i remember that conversation when he realized oh, that's what i was made for mm-hmm. and i think that's that's you know he he acknowledged god in his life and then realized god made him to protect people and that's mm-hmm. what he does for a living now yeah. and so that just warms my heart i just heard the other day how well he was doing and i'm just so thrilled to hear that so that's kind of what i like to do is is help people find what they're called to do and, and encourage them to do it Mm-hmm. So, um, Anthony says, or Anthony says, the wisest people I know are from various forums and various podcasts. In the real world, it feels like I am surrounded by idiots, but I'm sure they all think the same about me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. Well, anyway. you know, I think it's always a different uh, scenario when we actually actually be with people every day. Live when we with live with people, it's a, it's a different out. feeling because you probably would ask think my wife if I'm really wise, and you'll thinking, get an answer. You probably think we're idiots if you lived with us all the time. But you, you, know, you have but... a point, Anthony. But uh, yeah, I do understand <laughs> that. I, I get a lot of wisdom out of some of the people that I listen to as well, and and uh, I think that's a good thing. Uh, and the Bible says, "In a multitude of counsel, there is safety." And if I can yeah. bring that into modern English. Hey, if you listen to a lot of people that have been there, done that before, you'll get some wisdom and you'll get, you'll not make as many mistakes. Sure. When we were kids, they'd say, listen to your elders. That's right. So, um, Angie said, my dad, he always knows when I need him. He may not always, um, have the words to say, but somehow just listening is what I need. Yeah, I I think that's really good. And I think a lot of times, too, I would get a lot of wisdom by just watching people's lives. Mm. You know, people that I respected or the other, the flip side to that is a lot of times we can watch people and and know how not to do it. Yeah. You know, and go, you know what, when I have my kids, I'm not doing that. My parents were an example of that. They they really um, changed the way that they were parented to parent us kids. And as a result of it, uh, we turned out way different than some of the other they, kids did. They were they were parented fairly harshly. Very harshly. My dad and, was, um, you know, he gets slapped off the stool at breakfast time. Because he didn't eat his vegetables or something. Or no, just because he around. because my my grandpa would say to him, um, you know, hey, um, that was just for what you're going to do wrong today. You know, that's no way to live. No. You know, but and then my mom had a you know difficult um, childhood. Uh, but here's the deal. When they got married, mm-hmm. 
they I, I remember asking my mom this in front of a, a big audience one time. So why did you raise us so different? And she said, you know, we had a choice to make. We could either be raised and feel like we did when we were kids, or we could t- decide that we were going to do it different. And we decided to do it different and to love you kids and to, to kiss on you and to love you and to do things with you and support you. And I'm glad that they changed their way of parenting. They, they, it, the, the stuff skipped and then uh, the, the bad stuff skipped our part of the family. I mean, we all, we have our quirks and stuff like that, but us three kids in my family were raised in a really great way. And, and all of us mm-hmm. have good families and, and uh, we were so blessed because they had the wisdom to change the way they were doing things. Mm-hmm. And I sure appreciate that. Yeah. But we all do. All of us, we can take the things we liked about the way we were raised and we can implement them. Or we can take the things we didn't like and say, no, I'm not going to do it that way. Mm-hmm. That's up to us. Yeah. It is. It is. Uh, another um, young lady said, again, her dad, um, Krista said, my dad, mostly because he truly wants to seek God, live his will, and he is humble. That's cool. That's cool. And um, <clears throat> Wayne says, my brother-in-law is probably the wisest person I know. I can't put my finger on how to best to describe it, but he frequently has the right thing to say, usually makes the right decisions, and just seems to have it together. One time he did tell me that when situations come up, he usually discards his first response and waits for a second one to come to him. That's that's real that's a lot of wisdom. We we talked about that that sometimes <coughs> the people that you want to hear from aren't the people that are really quick to just say do this or do that, but think about it for a while. Mm-hmm. And then then Well, say, I think in any given situation wisdom is and and Wayne, it's really cool that you is is his brother-in-law you said? Um yeah. It's really cool that you have a brother-in-law like that. I think everybody, every family has some people in it that have a lot of wisdom, and it's good to listen to them. But I, I, I totally love what you had to say because a lot of times our, our initial reaction isn't the best thing, mm-hmm. especially if it's emotional. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we can be guided by our feelings. And not that feelings aren't – they're a tool and they're good, but they, but they can they can be good or bad. It's what we do with them that really is the big deal. And I think wisdom, a lot of times, at least we found over our lifetime, has been to wait on things, and to, I know for me, like if I write an email where I really need to explain something to someone, or there's been some tension, the third or fourth draft is the best one to send, mm-hmm. not the first thing that I think. Well, of. and sometimes, um, I know I have written out an email when I've been upset about something, and. Um, I end up not sending any draft. I like put it in my draft file and then decide, well, I don't think I need to say that at all. Yeah. But sometimes it's therapeutic to write something out and just, you know, journal something about how you're feeling, but you don't always have to send it. True. Yeah. So do we have any other comments? Um, I think that that was most of them. I may have skipped a couple just because of time. If we have them, do them. Um, You're fine. If you have them, do them. Okay, I got to get back to them. Don't want to skip anybody's comments. They'll feel bad. Okay, let me see. Um, I think the only one I, I accident. Oh, um, Jean said, wow, good question. 
Oh, well, that's and not really cool. another one was from Sue. Um, she said, this is very difficult. The answer I would have had two years ago is no longer valid. Oh, this was an interesting As point. I was hurt deeply by that person. Mm-hmm. Um, at the moment, I turned to different individuals for different things. But the safest place to go whenever you need advice or help is into the word. And by the word, she means into the, the Bible. Bible. Yeah. That, and that's that's really an interesting thing. That brings up a really interesting thing to talk about for a moment. And that is, there are people in our lives that we learn a lot of wisdom from over the years. Mm-hmm. What happens if they disappoint you? What happens if they fall in, you know, what if what if they mess up in their lives and they mess you over or they hurt you? Does it invalidate the wisdom that you learn from them? Or do you take that wisdom and go forward? You know, I, that's I think... That's a great comment, I think Sue. that's difficult because um, I've seen a lot of people that I had thought highly of, thought they were very intelligent, um, good speakers or whatever, and seen them make some really poor choices and make some really bad decisions. And um, I think... I think what I learned years ago was that God was God and man are men. And there's a heck of a lot of difference between the two. Yeah. And by saying that is, yeah, you can learn from people um, to a certain degree, but everyone is going to fall short. Everyone is going to be human. They're going to make mistakes. They're going to do stupid things. Because they're mere mortals. And so if we really want ultimate wisdom that's not going to ever flake out on you, mm-hmm. we need to go to God for that. And and she had a good point. You can go to the Bible because that's what, what Christians call God's word. <coughs> you know, right. you can go in and read the wisdom in the Bible. And, and you know, just... Give people grace. They're going to make mistakes. Sure. And we're, we're going to make mistakes. But, um, you know, we can be grateful for people that might have a good good um, counsel for us in a certain situation. Well, I don't think it negates. I think if somebody not. makes a mistake, it doesn't negate the, the true things that they've taught you. Yeah, but it, it can make you question them. Well, I mean, it doesn't like a court, court of law. If a mm-hmm. policeman is found to be dirty, yeah, they go they back go back and, and question all of their arrests every and single... yeah, a judge does that. Mm-hmm. They go back and they look at a lawyer. And because they, because yeah. if someone would lie and cheat and steal in this situation, they might have done that in the well, other. Yeah, yeah, why? Why is their character comes in question? So, so I guess the answer to that one, Sue, uh, is exactly what you said. You got to go with something that's eternal. Mm-hmm. And trust in those things that you know are going to last forever, and we know we know as believers that the that the word of God is going to last forever, and mm-hmm. it's got the best wisdom of all. It does, it does. It's good stuff. And speaking of that, I thought it would be really interesting to read a few more proverbs about wisdom, because okay. I think these are our cats trying to get down. If if our podcast goes crazy, it's because our cat is going crazy. She's been hiding out on our windowsill above the recording equipment. Hoshi, the nav or the the linguistics operator operations or uh communications on officer the, of the Enterprise. Yeah. With Captain Archer. Hoshi. And now she's crawling. Now she's crawling over desk. my stuff and she's going to knock something. Oh, she just stepped on my cell phone and is knocking it off. 
Nice. Yeah, now Thanks, she's Osh. hiding behind the printer. Come and she's here, looking for the dog. The dog's outside. It's safe for you to get down. But for she a doesn't minute. know that. It's okay. Come on. All right. Well, anyway, here's some of the really cool things that the Bible has to say about wisdom. It says, When words are many, sin is not absent. <laughs> but he who holds his tongue is wise. Mm. That's kind of like a fortune cookie, isn't it? Yeah, he who holds his tongue is wise. That is smart. <laughs> when pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was an interesting thing, too. Uh, the fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he who wins souls is wise. Mm. thought that was good. Reckless words pierce like a sword, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. Aren't these good on on wisdom? The wise son heeds his father's instruction, but a mocker does not listen to rebuke. Mm. Interesting, huh? You have a cat that is now rubbing on your earphones. Rubbing on my earphones, yes. I I think she's so glad that Catherine took the dog outside. (laughs) It's hilarious. (laughs) She's rejoicing. (laughs) How about this one? This is really good. Pride only breeds quarrels, but wisdom is found in those who take advice. Mm Mm-hmm. That's an interesting thing. Yeah, I think a wise person is a teachable person, that they don't think they know it all. You know, it's like mm-hmm. how many Oh, how times... many people do you not want to be around someone that talks like they know everything? Yeah. You're just like, Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. How about this one? The wise woman builds her house, but with her own hands, the foolish one tears hers down. Mm. thought that was interesting. Oh, now you got a cat that... <laughs> what is she doing to the microphone? She's rubbing on it and purring. <laughs> we have Hoshi, the podcasting cat. <laughs> we have dogs that podcast, cats that podcast. It's it's a zoo at our house. How about this one? It. The mocker seeks wisdom and finds none, but knowledge comes easily to the discerning. That's an interesting... These are all out of Proverbs, by the way. Proverbs 14.33 says, Wisdom rests in the heart of him who has understanding, but... What is in the heart of fools is made known. And that's something that we can bring up to people who haven't really read the Bible a lot. Mm-hmm. And they're not quite sure where to start. It might be fun to read some Proverbs. Read some Proverbs. If you if you get a, an, a standard Bible and you kind of open it up to the middle, that's where Psalms and Proverbs are. Or you can just, in this day and age, and people that listen table. to podcasts, you just yeah. open up your computer and go to BibleGateway.com and type in Proverbs. That'll do it, too. You'll get all the chapters right there. Yeah. That's easier. Yeah, that would work. Yeah. Um, let me see one last one. There's so many different ones. Well, I I like the one that you talked about earlier, that the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. So if... Oh, here it is. Anyone out here is wanting some wisdom, start believing in God. Here we go. This was the one I wanted to read. Okay. To the man who pleases him, God gives wisdom, knowledge, and happiness. But to the sinner, he gives the task of gathering and storing up wealth to hand it over to the one who pleases God. Hmm. And and in other words, um, people that follow after God, in the end, it's not necessarily the riches of, of... wealth and things that they receive but a life fulfilled and that mm-hmm. that um god gives knowledge and happiness to those and wisdom to those that please him mm-hmm. and you know there's that we could do a whole podcast on wh- how do i please god that would be an interesting podcast mm-hmm. that would maybe we should put that on our agenda how to please god that would be cool mm-hmm. 
So I hope everybody got something out of this week's podcast. I hope so too. I I love the comments. And then talking about keeping our mouth shut more um, that will be considered wise. Maybe we should just do a podcast of silence. Then they think we're really wise. <laughs> I'm being goofy. You know, you, you don't have the same sense of humor as I do. Not saying that mine is better or anything, but what would be the purpose of having a completely blank podcast? Oh, I don't know. So I think we should close now. Jeez. It's like the monks who who sang hallelujah with the cards written with the words on because they couldn't talk. The silent monks. Silent monks. All right. I'm going to play... A cool song for everybody, and uh, then we'll close. Um, and then we'll introduce next week's subject. All right.
big ass Jesus Never gonna hold the world in my hands Never gonna be as big as Jesus Never gonna build a There you go. Now that's wisdom right there. That's audio adrenaline and from their uh, Bloom album. And uh, that's one is called Never Gonna Be As Big As Jesus. I think it's a cool song. You can get that on iTunes. Uh, They are on there and you can download it and enjoy that song for yourself. Okay, there you go. I hope everybody uh, enjoyed the podcast today. Let's pray. And then we'll introduce next week's subject. Okay. Father, we thank you that you are the one that gives wisdom. When we are in awe of you and when we acknowledge you, you give us wisdom to live our lives in just about every area of our life, and we're so thankful for that. God, we lift up every person that's listening to this podcast, and we ask, Lord, whether they're a believer or a non-believer, that you would open their heart to all the things that you have for them. God, give us the strength to be able to live our lives for you and to know you so that we can have wisdom to live on this earth the way you want us to. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, next week, do you want to know what we're doing? Yeah, that would be good. You probably know. We're going to do a really cool podcast called, Is the End of the World Really Near? Hmm. Let's talk about all these different things going on around the earth. And is is it really true? Is the guy with the sandwich board on the street corner yelling, repent for the end of the world is near, is he right? Well, it's probably a day closer than it was yesterday. <laughs> is that a good answer? You're still, you're still being funny. Aren't you? I don't know why I feel goofy today. I don't know. But anyway, that's maybe what, lack of sleep from having a puppy in our bed. That could be. That's what we're going to talk about next week. Then we'll talk about the end of the world. <laughs> You're, you've watched too many B sci-fi movies. Yep, sci-fi Saturday night. The end Apocalypse of the world. Apocalypse now. Meteor shower. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, this has been taken with you. The podcast that's spiritual, not religious. I'm Rick, and I'm Amy, and this has been a production of Moyer Multimedia LLC. Copyright 2011. All, All rights, rights reserved. reserved. Oh, that was in that How cute. <laughs> okay, we got to go walk our dog or something. Okay, okay, bye everybody. Have a great week. All right, bye-bye. artificially intelligent probe launched by NASA to explore the Milky Way galaxy. Greetings. I am MW Orbit from the planet Earth. Is there anyone there?
To purchase your copy of MW Orbit, head on over to mw-orbit.com. To listen to samples, download your free bonus song, and purchase your digital instant download from CD Baby. Discovery from the perspective of a small robot probe named MW Orbit. short story and musical journey. Get your copy today at mw-orbit.com. This is Jeff from Champ Podcast. After you finish listening to this excellent podcast, I invite you to come listen to ours. My co-host Jason and myself cover open wheel auto racing, focusing on Formula One and IndyCar. Each podcast we review the races, we talk about drivers and teams, and all the news and rumors as well. So come give us a go. We can be found at www.champpodcast.com, that's with one P, or in iTunes, search Champ Podcast. Champ Podcast, the world's fastest podcast. The Treks in Sci-Fi Podcast. Stand by to receive our transmission. Sci-Fi Entertainment News and Commentary. I am Locutus of Borg. Star Trek Episode Analysis. Captain of the USS Enterprise. Pokey religions and ancient weapons. Collectibles, toy, and prop reviews. I am to misbehave. The weekly Treks in Sci-Fi podcast with your host Rico at treksinsci-fi.com. Hi, my name's Al. And my wife Joyce and I are big Disneyland fans. In fact, we love the place so much we started a podcast dedicated to the happiest place on Earth. In our show, Tales from the Mouse House, we'll discuss some news and updates on the Disneyland Resort, reveal some amazing little-known gems we call hidden treasures, 
and we'll also review some of the rides and attractions that make the Disneyland Resort so much fun. And we'll review some places to satisfy your hunger attacks, as well as offer up some tips and tricks we've picked up over the years that can help you get the most out of your Disneyland Resort vacation. So, after Rick and Amy have helped you along your spiritual path, check out Tales from the Mouse House in iTunes. And remember, make it a magical day. Hi, this is Kenny. And this is Jenny. We're the host of Knights of the Guild, the official fan podcast for the award-winning web series, The Guild. We're not like your typical fan podcasts. Both Jenny and I have worked on several seasons of The Guild and take our listeners behind the scenes to share our fun and crazy times on set. We also have exclusive interviews with cast, crew, and fans of The Guild. We keep you up to date on General Guild news and the latest happenings of our cast and crew. So please give us a listen on iTunes or at knightsoftheguild.com. Hi, Russell. Are you like Mommy? Are you doing a podcast? A podcast. Podcast. Good boy. That is pretty much the cutest thing I've ever seen. Podcast. Anomaly. Something that deviates from what is standard, normal, or expected. An oddity, peculiarity, irregularity, inconsistency, incongruity, a rarity. I'm Jen. And I'm Angela. And we're the socially functional co-hosts of Anomaly. The podcast with a unique perspective, a female perspective on all things geek. Star Trek, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Buffy, Firefly, gaming, books, costuming, and general geek topics. The sometimes monthly, but always entertaining, Anomaly Podcast. Anomalypodcast.com Hello, my name is Meds. And I'm Kelly. And we are the presenters of Waffle On Podcast. Now, once you've finished listening to the brilliant Taking With You podcast... What in the wide world of sports is that? It's a podcast that's spiritual, but not religious, and all about Rick's geeky life. What? Does he like geeky TV? Indeed he does. What? Like TV we like from 1960 to 1999? Indeed, and that's why he listens to us. That's what we're about. We do British TV broadcast between 1960 to 1999. So come and find us. You can find us at Podbean, just type in Waffle On Podcast or iTunes. We'd be honoured if you'd join us. Thank you. Come close. I've got a quick question for you. Have you ever felt like you're out on the edge? Let's maybe call it the fringe. I happen to know someone who's fluent in gobbledygook. Well, I might be that guy. I'm Wayne Henderson. And I'm Dan, Metal Dan on Twitter. And together, we are the Fringe Casting with Wayne and Dan podcast devoted to the TV show Fringe. Check out Fringe Casting at MediaVoiceOvers.com slash Fringe, also in iTunes, the Zoom Marketplace, etc. Then call us with your Fringe thoughts and theories on our listener line at area code 206-984-1446. Thank you for your attention and have a nice day. Greetings and felicitations. I need your advice. Then I need a drink. You need advice from me? You must be kidding. I do not joke, Doctor. Spock, remind me to tell you that I'm sick and tired of your logic. That is the most illogical attitude. Buddy, you're a 
Vulcan, make an eyebrow raisin on your face. Gonna be in Starfleet someday. You got green on your face, pointed ears graced, spouting big statistics all over the place. We will, we will spark you. We will, we will spark you. Buddy, you're a tall man, thin man, flying in a ship. Gonna take the universe one day. You work in space with Captain What's-His-Face, waving tricorders all over the place. We will, we will spark you. We will, we will spark you. Buddy, you're a smart man, science man, every seven years going through Pond for that day. You got green in your blood, Kirk's your bud, putting McCoy back into his place. We will, we will spark you. Sing it! We will, we will spark you. Everybody, we will, we will spark you. We will, we will spark you. Dazzling display of logic. Annihilation, Jim. Total, complete, absolute annihilation. Doctor, I am in command of the Enterprise. Live long and prosper.